Welcome to the TNT Podcast, where we discuss all of the hottest current events within hip-hop culture, album reviews, politics within the music industry, and more. You all know me by Talorian. I am one half of the TNT Podcast, and of course, I have my brother here with me. Yes, sir. My name is Timothy. I'm the other half of the TNT Podcast, and we're here with the shits. We are bringing unbiased, unfiltered, honest conversations about hip-hop and the culture. So if you're sensitive about your favorite artist or public figure, go on ahead to the next podcast. But you can still follow us, though. Just remember, these are our opinions, and we are only speaking on behalf of us. Thank you all for tuning in. All social media platforms will be in the description for each and every episode. So don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Peace and love. Yeah, man. Uh, episode, what is this? 49? 49. I'm losing track, man. We up there now. <laughs> we up there. Uh, we about to be at uh, 50 episodes of the TNT podcast. This is crazy, man. Almost at 50. Whoa. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man. Episode 49 of the TNT podcast, man. We are back with another one. Uh, I'm Timothy. I'm one half of the TNT podcast. And of course, I have my brother here with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself like he always does. So Grace is expeditiously, perfectly <laughs> well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the other half of the TNT podcast to Lorian. And uh, let's, keep, let's get to it, man. We've got some good stuff to talk about today. Oh, yeah, man. We got some good stuff to talk about. As always, it's a lot of stuff going on in the culture, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on in music, a lot of stuff going on in politics, a lot of bullshit going on. Yes, sir. Uh, but, you know, first off, um, how are you doing, King? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, ain't been doing much, just work, uh, chilling at the house, you know, standing myself. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, what about you? Same here, man. Just been working. Uh, just been trying to uh, get myself prepared and ready because you know the world is is getting back to normal a little bit. I mean, we still have a lot of a lot of COVID cases, but uh, with all the vaccines and stuff rolling out, uh, things are slowly but surely getting back to normal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've gotten uh, notifications at work where we're going to be actually going back to the office pretty soon. I'm not happy about that at all. <laughs> uh, you know, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed working from home for the past year. It's been it's been great, you know, being able to get up and look like shit every day, being in my pajamas and not have to worry about my appearance. You know what I'm saying? So it's been uh, it's been good. I'm not not looking forward to that. But uh yeah, nothing, nothing too, too crazy going on over here on my end. Just been trying to keep up with music as always. Mm-hmm. Um, excited for the versus battle on Saturday, Ghostface and Raekwon. Let's go. I'm yeah, ready, but I'm ready for that. I'm ready. Happy about that. But uh, no, just uh, counting down the days for my bro to be back home from the Air Force. So yeah, you know. man. No, I, I'll be home. I actually, I'll be home in what. Two weeks. Oh so, yeah, uh, Shaq. So, yeah. Shaq's wedding. Yeah, for Shaq, yeah, for Shaq's wedding, and then uh, then after that, when I come back here, then when I come back home again, I'm be home to stay. So yeah, it's coming quick, man. I got less than a little less than six months. So like five months and like three weeks and some days. Yeah, that's going. That's going to go by real fast. So mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, man. Speaking of Shaq's wedding. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know where the hell I'm gonna find a suit at with these these colors that he's <laughs> that he's wanting us to wear. Uh, he told he came by the uh, he came by the crib the other day to drop off the uh, the wedding invitation. Uh, him and his lady. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so what's the dress code? What do I need to wear? And he was like, uh, like fall colors. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, damn, I don't know if I'm, I don't, I don't know if I have any fall colors. I'm gonna have to go find Just going, go, going all black, <laughs> just all black, everything. Yeah. Find a black, find a black turtleneck with a black jacket suit or suit jacket. Black pants, black shoes. That's a that's a good idea because you know what I'm saying. I want to come through looking fresh. You know he, you know Shaq is funny. Shaq is the funny dude. He was like, mm-hmm. he was like, I know you got some of your clothes. You just throw on some J's or something like that. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll throw on some I'm, J's. I'm done. <laughs> I'll, throw, I'll, throw, I'll definitely throw on some J's. Let me, let me go get some J's right quick. I got a bunch of J's in my closet. So, man. but yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be a real a real good time. That's on April third, right? Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's funny because uh the 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 day of the wedding is four three two one. Oh shit. I, I like, that's that's pretty that's pretty dope. That's dope. His, yeah. his date of the wedding is an LL Cool J record. That's yep. dope. LL four, three, cool J. four three two one is the, the, the day of the wedding. Damn. Shout out, shout out to Shaq. That yeah. was the day, that was the that was the record that ended cannabis's career. Oh, cannabis! Damn. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, cannabis. Where in the world is cannabis? Wow. Yeah, let's. That's a whole other conversation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, congratulations to Shaq, man. That's that's a that's a big one. That's a big move, man. Um, yes, sir. Congrats to my boy, my brother. Yeah, I'm excited. Man. We got some shit to get to uh, today. Uh, yes, sir. I guess we should start with. I don't know. Another another tragedy just happened over the past couple of days. I know you've been seeing Bruh. the shooting. Um, Man. You know, I just want to say something. I want to say something real quick. Um, I think uh, it was it was on our I don't know if it was on our George Floyd episode or one of the episodes where we talked about Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um. I did a disservice to this podcast. I'm going to come, I'm going to come forth and I'm going to, you know, come clean. I did a disservice to this podcast by not naming the people who murdered Breonna Taylor and the officer who murdered uh, George Floyd, Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that we should refrain from trying to protect these, these terrorists. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, in in this case, in this case, this is a terrorist, uh, what we're about to talk about. Uh, but uh, we should refrain from protecting uh, people who are murdering and uh, massacring in the name of racism. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, I just want to, because, you know, I, if I remember correctly, I think it was, it was, it was, I don't know, I can't remember if it was a George Floyd or the Breonna Taylor. One of those episodes, I, I didn't mention the names of those people, and I just want to, uh, when we talk about this right now, I want to go ahead and mention the name of the terrorist who decided that he wanted to go and murder eight Asian Americans. Um, and, and, and the reason, the reasoning behind it is, is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Uh, Robert Aaron Long 
age 21 years old, decided that he wanted to go and murder. I think they said it was six Asians and two white people that were that were uh, murdered uh, that day. And I don't know if you saw the same thing that I saw, but I saw that he had a sex addiction and he went to eliminate temptation, I guess. This is so stupid. He went to go eliminate temptation from his, I don't even, I don't even know how, how to even explain like what happened. Like he, he had a sex addiction and he went to go murder eight people um, at a massage. Uh, at a massage parlor? At a massage yeah. parlor. What? Like, I'm I'm so confused. That 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 just sounds like he's a demon. Like it just sounds like he's just evil. Like I I the logic behind that is like I can't think of anything else but besides saying that he's a demon, like an evil person. Like I don't know, I don't know what to call that besides that. You know, we just talked about this in the previous episode with uh Fidel. Shout out to Fidel, man. Yeah, shout out um, to our brother Fidel. We love we you, just, bro. Yeah, we just talked about this in, in the last episode where they white people continue continue to do this. And you know, I saw I saw the press release uh from the uh police department in Atlanta. Oh my god, that oh my I saw that too, bruh. I saw the press release that they released, and it's Oh, I'm he really to, tried to make an excuse for it. Yeah, he 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 literally tried to make sure that this man had like a squeaky clean image and basically said that he was having a bad day and he, you know, he was off. I don't know, like he went off the rails and you know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was bad. It was bad. And it was it was almost like they were trying to sugarcoat and tippy toe around the fact why why can't we just just call it call, call it a spade it. call a spade a spade like, call it what it is like these people are terrorists terrorists evil racist all of that and above like all this the above is, this evil, is demons all of that yes this is terroristic behavior and still to this day i will never understand the logic behind protecting these people like protecting the these these evil demonic yep demonic human beings like i don't i don't even know if, if they are human beings i don't even know if, they, if they're humans demons like demons and it's, it's so crazy to me how people still don't understand that white privilege is a real thing. It's a real thing for real. Within this country. The fact that you can massacre schools and, and churches and massage parlors Bruh. and not be beaten up or not be choked to death or not be, you know what I'm saying? Not be shot. Like I, God, I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, bro, it, it really, it really like, it really hurts my heart, bro, because it's like, I don't know, bro. We we just, we don't get treated the same. 
Like it's just it it never it hasn't been that way since what we was back in Africa and before we they put us on the boat type stuff. It's been since we were slaves, we haven't been. Yeah, man, it, it's it, it, there, there hasn't been any like any equality for a long time, and so, and we bro, we still got ways to go. I'll be like, damn, am I gonna be ninety, like 80, 90 before stuff like this is fixed? And um, it, it just really make you think about you as like it, it make you think about yourself, and it make you think about other people. It make you think about if you have kids. Or your friends that might uh that have kids or will eventually have kids you just be like that are black or like or a minority or whatever like and you just think like are they gonna have a chance and i don't know this this is right here this just proves again that society is failing the police department is failing uh it's just man it's it's bad, bro. It's culture. It's man. Yeah, man. Like, he said he had a sex addiction and he went to go eliminate areas of temptation. What? What are going? What are they about to do with this man? Like what? Like, like what, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? So you shoot people to. So you shoot people. To get over the temptation of a sex addiction? Nah, we're we're just gonna call it what? What? It is. We're we're just gonna call it what it is. This was this was a racist terrorist. That's, that's very demonic. It's very demonic. Yeah, man, this was a racist terrorist who just went out, just went out, and just felt like murdering people. I mean, that that's what it is. That's we're we're just gonna call it spade a spade. Man, I, I just want to send my condolences to all of those families of the the victims of that got killed, and um, I stand next to uh, my Asian brothers and sisters and uh, minorities, and you know, like, bruh, this is just so painful. And uh, and the what was it? You said two white people got killed. Send condolences to their families. Um, and yeah, man, just just people that are just you know, I because like I always say, like racism is a, it's not a skin issue. It's it's a issue at a heart, and yeah, and I say sin issue. It's it's more of a sin issue than a skin issue. It's like a condition at a heart. The person is like evil, evil intent in of the heart. So yeah, man, I, I send my condolences to all those families, and I stand next to my uh asian brothers and sisters i'm with y'all and um yeah man we love y'all for real it's not us yeah man it's this is this is a this is a scary time in life right now you know every year you know we was thinking like about 2020 and stuff and how so much craziness was going on this is the beginning of 2021 and it just feels like it's kind of just a continuation of 2020 and uh yeah, man, I'm I'm praying. I'm praying things get better. And um, yeah, man, I, I don't even know what else to say as far as that situation, but it really hurts my heart, though. It really does. Yeah, man. I, I uh, condolences to all those families. 
all the people that were that were affected and impacted by that. Um, yeah, man, it's just really sad. It's really sad that that this is still happening. Like, and 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 I don't know even like what to do at this point. I don't know how to how to stop it. Um, I don't know if gun control is gonna is gonna you know stop. I don't know. I don't know what what's gonna. I don't know how what's gonna stop it. I really don't. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, condolences to all those people. Uh, moving forward, uh, we just got to figure out, you know, what I'm saying, like what we can do, you know, what I'm saying, to avoid this bullshit as a country because it's, it's getting tiring, it's getting tiring to see. So. Bro, it's exhausting, bro. It's exhausting as a black man, period. And then when things like this happen and like when it's happening to Asians, when it's happening to black people, it's just, it gets very exhausting uh, thinking about it. And like, you just think about, I don't want to be next. I don't want to be the person that's um, in this situation because society and police and all of these things is not, I don't know, just watching for people like this. And uh, yeah, bro, mental, mental, mental health and all of that, and people that are losing their minds, like they need to be evaluated. Like, and it's so crazy. It's like, I be thinking like, how was it a way that this could have been prevented? But even when you try to replay things back in your mind, you're like, how could this have been stopped? But, you know, I don't know, bro. It's sad. It's so sad. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah. Yeah, man. But we got some music to discuss today. Um, so that that's exciting. Uh something's always mm-hmm. going on within the culture. Um your man Drake. Man Drake uh Aubrey continues to dominate continues to dominate music and the charts and yep. everything and he uh, he he hit the one two three he hit the he hit the one two three and it, i think this is the first time uh that a hip-hop artist has ever done that am i correct i think so yep i think so um yeah number one two and three on the billboards it's crazy yeah so what's next <laughs> pepper freestyle and the record with little baby all charted number one, two, and three on the Billboard Hot 100. And I know we talked about it in, in the Lemon Pepper episode where we were talking about his first week projections. Uh, it was supposed mm-hmm. to, he was supposed to do 110,000 first week. Um, and then reports came back that he was actually supposed to do 1 million first week. Wow. Uh, so I, 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 we're, we're actually gonna, gonna break, gonna break this down. Cause you know, sometimes things are smoke and mirrors. Sometimes people don't really understand how the streaming thing works. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, you can, you can sell, first of all, congratulations to Drake. Salute to Drake. Congrats to that guy. Continuing to break records. He's continuing to do, to, to, to break milestones. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like we've always said, Drake is already a legend. There's no question there. Um, he also decided that he wanted to give Bow Wow props, and we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because <laughs> I want I want to kind of deep and dive and dive deep into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a good part of the conversation. I'm ready to talk about that one. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you so in regards to him uh, doing a million in the first week, I just wanted to kind of break this down for people because I've been seeing a lot of people say, you know, Drake is doing a, a million first week off of three records. Um, you you can sell one one million singles, but that does not mean that you have sold one million on your project as a whole. Mm-hmm. So. Whenever streaming, you know, first got introduced and it, it kind of took over the traditional album sell, you have to you have to stream a record so many times before mm-hmm. it counts as an album sell. Mm-hmm. So you I think if I'm not mistaken, you have to stream a song 150 times before it counts as one track sell. So wow. if, you stream, if you stream a song 150 times, that means that you've sold one single. Mm-hmm. Only one single. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think if you sell 1,500 singles, that, that counts as 10 track sales, mm-hmm. which counts as one album sale. Ah, uh, okay. So... 15, uh, 150 times is one is one uh, song sale. And then 1,500 times will be 10 singles. Mm-hmm. And then that's one album sale. So uh, him selling okay. 1 million first week would be him selling 1 million singles, which, of course, is easy for Drake to sell 1, mil- 1 million records. They run know? them streams up for Drake. Yeah, it's, it's easy for Drake to sell 1 million, uh, 1 million singles. And, and there are a lot of artists that, that go platinum for, uh, uh, I'm sorry, on their singles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Roddy Rich the Box, that was that uh, that went platinum. Uh, oh, and shout out to Cardi B. Cardi B, Kodak uh, Yellow went diamond. Diamond. I oh my god, bro. The first Man, first. I remember we had that conversation. We was we were talking about uh, Meg, and we was talking about Cardi and how that that Bodak Yellow was like a smash hit. Yeah, that so yeah that that's what I that's what I was explaining. Like that's the difference between a smash and a, and a hit record. Like mm-hmm. Bodak Yellow, that that is a a certified diamond smash diamond record, and she's a, she's insane. A, she's the first female hip hop artist in history to do that. Um, but uh, I was just gonna say, uh, a lot of artists have sold one million singles, and mm-hmm. it's easy, it's easy to 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 get it mixed up. So. Drake yeah. Drake is on track to sell 110,000 copies of the EP, not 1 million copies of the EP. He's going to sell 1 million singles, which I believe he's already done. Mm-hmm. I'm sure not, yeah, I, I'm sure it's already there already. Yeah, but he's not selling 1 million records or 1 million uh albums. Like mm-hmm. he, he's not selling 1 million uh copies of the EP. And, and like in total, yeah. Right. Right. So I just I just wanted to break that down because uh, you know, it's it's easy. It's easy with the streaming thing to, mm-hmm. to kind of you know smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to cover things up. Uh, you know, it's been it's been said that with the with the streaming era, um, there's been a lot of inflation and a lot of uh, you know kind of tampering with with the numbers and stuff like that. Which it you know, with streaming, it's a lot easier to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's a whole lot easier to do that because you don't, we're not in the era anymore where you have to actually get up, 
leave your house, get in your car, drive to Target, and go purchase an album. You don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. You can now, you can now, if you want, and you know, I don't want to say any names. I don't want to accuse, I don't want to accuse anyone, but there have been artists that that have been accused of using bots and using their fans or not, not using their fans, but um, having their fans, uh, you know, stream, you know, certain, certain albums, certain songs over and over and over and over and over again to boost, Mm -hmm. boost their sales. Uh, So that, that's been, that's been done. I'm pretty sure 100% that that's being done. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure there's probably, Ah, I don't. I don't want to get into that. I don't. I don't want to get into that, <laughs> I don't, I don't get into that because we, me, me, and you know, like we know what what's what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what's really going on. But um, yeah, man. Uh, even though he's not doing one million on the EP, still a salute to Drake because that's a that's a big a big thing for him to to secure the number one, two, and three spot. Uh, because mm-hmm. I remember I was one of the ones that was actually saying that. Uh, you know, Lemon Pepper. I didn't. I definitely didn't think that Lemon Pepper was going to chart, like at all. I didn't think that Lemon Pepper was going to chart. Really? No, because usually, usually the the records that chart for Drake, it's usually the 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 big like catchy. You know what I'm saying? Like usually the the songs where he's rapping for four minutes straight don't chart. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy that he got a record like that where he's barring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was in his lyrical bag, and it actually hit the charts. And it actually hit the charts. Like that's crazy. So yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't think that that was gonna chart. Um, but I still I still stick to what I said, though. I still stick to what I said. I I don't think that this this uh, scary hours EP is living up to the one from 2018 with God's plan. I don't. Like mm-hmm. I really don't. Uh, God's plan was such a such a huge record. Uh, I think. God's plan is on is on track to to be in diamond, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not surprised. Like I'm pretty sure if it ain't there yet, it's it's gonna hit. And you know, I have I have a question because I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. It's been said that God's plan is Drake's biggest song to date. Now I like to say Hotline Bling. I personally think it's hotline. Well, how we how we going off of that? Is it off numbers or is is it off the effect on the culture or how so, how, we, how we determining? It would be all of that. So we're we're going off of all of that. We're going off of impact on the culture. We're going off of numbers. We're going off of just the, the life of the song. How long it lasted? Like how long we had to hear it before mm-hmm. it was over? Um, so all of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Hotline Bling, and the reason I was why about I, to say it seemed like we heard Hotline Bling more. Yeah, and, and the reason why I want to say Hotline Bling is because that was such a huge pop record. Like that was Drake's first time releasing a huge pop. I'm I'm a damn near that say, song was everywhere. That song was everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna damn near say that 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 record was a smash. Because oh, it was, it was that record started memes. Mm-hmm. Um, the dance that came with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The video, the video was super popular. The video was super popular. Yep. Uh, just the the uh, the kind of like the tempo of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it, like, it was. Um, Erica did a version of it. 
Yeah. Erica Badu. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually I love her version of that song. It's so fire. It sounds more uh like more African or something. It's like the way the beat sounds. It's some it's something it sounds like it's, they added something different to the beat. Like or Erica added something different to the beat on her version. But uh yeah. He had uh, he had Erica singing it and uh yeah of course made her own version of it and it seemed like a lot of people were like using it as a song um like it's like other people were using it more than I, than than I ever heard God's plan yeah man yeah so I'm I'm gonna have to go with uh with Hotline Bling I just wanted to ask that because definitely Hotline Bling yeah definitely. when I sat down and thought about it I was like God's plan was a huge record. But Hotline Bling was something else. Like Hotline Bling. That might be his second. That might be his second biggest uh, God's yeah. plan. Yeah, I think God's plan would definitely be his second. And I think another thing too, uh, Hotline Bling came out at a time when Drake was at his peak. Like Drake was at that. That was peak Drake. That was mm -hmm. peak Drake at that time. That was after the Meek Mill beef. Uh, he was, you know, what I'm saying he he was unstoppable. You know, when 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 views came out. Yeah. Um, and that's my least favorite Drake album. Yeah. Which is the crazy part. He peaked at the album I liked the least. Yeah. Yeah, but salute salute to Drake for, for securing those spots, man. Uh, yes, for the people that care about Billboard, I personally don't give two fucks about Billboard. Same. Uh, how do you... We, how we, do don't you... Care, we don't care about numbers. Yeah. I mean, we, we just listen to whatever we feel like we like, but we don't care about numbers like that. But shout out to Drake though, no disrespect. But yeah, shout out to Drake for the numbers, being mm -hmm. up, like have, securing the three spots on the Billboard. So just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, because that, that's definitely another milestone. That's definitely because he, he just keeps breaking records, man. He keeps breaking records, yep, keeps doing things. And when it's all said, you know, like like we said, man, Drake could just stop right now, and you know, he you know he have to make no other album if he if you don't want to. He could just he's, he's secured, like he's secured as a legend, but he he secured his spot, like. No matter where you want to put him, like, you know, he's a legend. Is Drake, wait, is Drake iconic? Um, so I, like, so, so you remember how we had the conversation about how is is Wayne in the, um, like, you know, Wayne could be viewed as practically an icon. It seemed like Drake has surpassed Wayne. So would that, make, that would make Drake iconic, wouldn't it? Well, so I don't, I don't necessarily know if Drake has surpassed. Wayne. Well, it depends on what you mean. It depends on what if you we, mean. if we're just talking about numbers. I'm, I'm not talking about in a sense of maybe rapping wise, but so, yeah. art, art, artistry wise, I think he's, I think he's surpassed Wayne, or, yeah. or, or on his way to surpassing him. I feel like eventually he will. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. So like right now, if his career continues to go the way it's going, then yes, Drake is on his way to being an icon. I don't think that he's necessarily an icon yet because we're still, you know, he's still currently he's not done yet. He's not finished. Mm -hmm. Um. So as far as him surpassing Wayne, though, yeah, he may have surpassed Wayne in numbers, but I don't think that 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 necessarily means that he surpassed Wayne because Wayne Wayne has revolutionized a lot of things within mm -hmm. hip hop culture and all of those things kind of, I don't want to say they trump what Drake has brought to the culture, but mm -hmm. it, to me, it puts Dr uh, Wayne's 
further, further than Drake as a writer. It, it makes me think like, like no, no pun intended for real. Like, like he legit is like a pop star. Like he like, and that's, that's what be making me think like he's possibly well on his way to becoming an icon, but I'm almost thinking he could possibly surpass Wayne maybe an iconic status just as an overall artist, not rapper, because he's not a better, well, I don't know. Sometimes he does out-rap Wayne, so I'm not going to even lie. Well, yeah. now, 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 but Prime Wayne was different. Now, Wayne, now Wayne. is different. Now is different. Wayne, Wayne, all these future verses, Wayne. That's what I'm crazy, saying. Man. That's what I said. Now, now, right now is different. Right now it's different. Like I haven't really liked Wayne's music lately, but I'm saying back then, or not even that far back then, but just when he was in his prime, that that Wayne was like almost unstoppable. But that's why I'm like, is he gonna is he gonna surpass him as a? He might not surpass him as a rapper, but maybe artist. So because so he because because Wayne because Drake be. Wayne raps mostly. Drake be singing and he be in like the pop star conversation sometimes. Like almost he be in the rap conversations, but as just overall artists, it be seeming like he's he might surpass Wayne. So as an as an artist, I can I can see that. I can see I can see when it's all said and done, Drake being uh, considered a better artist. Mm-hmm. than Wayne and as far as the numbers go I mean it, there might be there might be a small slight edge there because mm-hmm. Wayne Wayne's numbers are are ridiculous too like mm-hmm. Wayne Wayne is, is I think he sold a uh, like a, I think he sold in the hundred mils range of yeah record. yeah Wayne Wayne has has done a million first week a couple of times mm-hmm. so for me, the only thing that I think that Drake has as of right now is what you said. The fact that he has, he's above hip hop at this point, mm-hmm. but Wayne, I'm not, I'm not ready to say that, that Drake is a better rapper than Wayne altogether because Wayne. Nah, was- nah, I, I'm not saying that. Now I'm saying now, well, I'm not gonna lie. Wayne can will surprise you sometimes, and you might be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. He kind of got into that old Wayne bag, but I be just feeling like a lot of the stuff I be hearing from him, I be like, "Okay." Next. He's been, he's been. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. He's been killing a lot of these feature verses, and if you mm-hmm. want me to be honest with you, Drake. I mean, Drake, he gave us the Lemon Pepper freestyle, and this is no this is no disrespect to Drake. I remember we had this conversation before. Drake is not somebody that I that I would go to necessarily if I want to hear lyrics. Um, but I'm not gonna take anything away from Wayne because Drake doesn't always give us hot verses either, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want me to be mm-hmm. completely honest. So I'm not I'm not gonna say that that Drake. I don't know, man. Like I think I think the, the past the past two years or so, Wayne has given has surprised us. He's given us some pretty good verses. And mm-hmm. you know, Drake Maybe I'm thinking about albums though, like actual Wayne albums. Drake. Like, like, what, what was the like what was the one album before uh that, that came after um Carter Five? 
Funeral. That album wasn't that bad. That album wasn't that bad. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't think that album was that bad. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I'm going to be completely honest with you, too. Like, I really, like, Scorpion, Scorpion had a lot of subpar shit on it, too. Actually, like, yeah, Scorpion wasn't all of that to me, actually. Yeah, Scorpion had a lot of subpar shit. So if we're if we're talking if we're talking Drake, just you know, overall being a better artist from from stepping into a lot of different genres of music, mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. But yeah. Wayne, uh, you know what? Maybe you know what I'm thinking. Maybe maybe it's a thing where Wayne is a better rapper, but maybe maybe Drake got more like enjoyable music. Maybe. I can say that. I can agree with that. I definitely think that Drake has more. Because sometimes, sometimes lyrically don't mean it's more enjoyable. Right. Sometimes. Even yeah. though there are people that are like lyrically nice and I I enjoy it. Because I enjoy lyrics, period. But I think Drake sometimes got music where almost like, I'm not saying Wayne don't, but a lot of Drake music is where a lot of, a lot of, a lot of cultures can can dance to and stuff every yeah, yeah. every wayne song you can't dance to you can't dance to every drake song but i but like you just said more universal more global and uh sometimes people don't want to just hear lyrics or somebody being using all these metaphors sometimes they want to hear she is the coming on my like sometimes they want to hear that you know like not yeah. saying it's better but I, I was just i'd be thinking about that like with artistry and rapper wise with Drake and Wayne and lyricism, but um, I, I feel like at times Drake can hang with Wayne though, with, lyrically. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely think and, that. And sometimes better, sometimes. But I, I'm not gonna put him above like Prime Wayne, but like sometimes Drake be in his bag. He be in his lyrical bag. Even though I don't just go to Drake for just crazy lyricism. He, he when he when he want to get busy, he can get busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with that. I think I think you can definitely keep up with Wayne. Um, but yeah, I mean, if his career goes, if it continues to go the way it's going, yeah, he will be considered an icon uh, later on down the line. But uh, Wayne Wayne has just wh- whether you like it or not, whether you think Drake mm-hmm. is a better rapper or whatever the case may be, Wayne has just contributed to me mm-hmm. way more to the culture. And you know, a lot of people want to say. Yeah, that Drake may be more influential, but I think that Drake is an extension of Kanye and and Cuddy and Andre three thousand. He, he so, is. So I think that that Wayne has just he's he revolutionized the mixtape. Uh, oh, man, the mixtape game. We're not gonna act like Wayne didn't go on on an incredible run uh, from what like oh oh five to like two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve or whatever that was. Like that that actually happened. He brought us Drake and, and Nikki. You know what I'm saying? He's made cash money and universal over billions of dollars. And you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's just he's done a lot. Wayne and Wayne has done a lot. But man, we've we've gotten way off a of <laughs> way off a of topic. We got way off a of topic. Uh Drake with the one, two, three. Um, how do you feel about him giving props to Bow Wow and saying that Bow Wow is the reason why he's here in the beginning in the, in the first place? Hey, do it. I mean, Bow Wow, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was a big Bow Wow fan. Like, I was like, I was a fan. I grew up on Bow Wow's music. Like, I was, I, I had every album if possible. Yo, bro, can I, can we pause this real quick? Yeah. 
I think somebody at the door. Hold on. But what uh, what was I saying? Uh, Bow Wow. You have you owned every single one of his albums. I think. I think I had. I think I did. I have every album. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I know. I had. Yeah, I, I might have had almost every album, or or maybe almost every album. Yeah, I definitely. I think there's maybe one Bow Wow album that I'm missing. I know I had the one with Fresh Is On Is. Uh, uh, the the wanted album. I had that album. That one. I, I have that one. Uh, the one that came out after that. Uh, the the price of fame. I think. Yep, yep. I have. I definitely had that album. And then I think it was the one that came out right before uh, the wanted album. Can't remember the name of that one. Uh, I think it's unleashed. Yes. Yeah. I have. I, I had. I had those. I, I think I had. I think I had his first album. I didn't have Doggy Bag. I had I had his first album. And I think I had Unleashed. I think I had Wanted, Price of Fame, and then there's a couple mixtapes here and there I would listen to. Um, but it seemed like after was it after Price of Fame? Well, I know I had the I had the collab album he did with Omarion, the the Face Off album. I had that. Oh yeah, I don't think I had that. So I think after that, I just kind of, he kind of fizzled off a little bit. Um, well, I would hear, I would listen to a couple mixtapes because he had this one, he had a few mixtapes called Green Light Mixtape or something like that. And he had this, he had this one mixtape that had a, gr- uh, a great amount of collabs on it. He had one, I think it was Green Light Mixtape 6. He had like Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock. Uh, Ace Hood, like I, I was listening to the old, that mixtape because I was like, okay, I, I like some of his stuff and the people he's working with on this album, uh, on his mixtape. But it seemed like after the, the Face Off album, his like album wise, it was just kind of like a decline. And that's I'm not saying that's when I stopped being a fan, but it was more of a, I wasn't like listening to him like that no more. Like it was just a, he kind of faded off, but. Nah, he he was a big part of me growing up for sure. Um, and nah, I, I understand why why Drake gave him his props because I mean he was part of a lot of kids' childhood. So, no, but yeah, no. man, uh, I, I, I'm not gonna deny I was a fan. I'm still I'm a fan when he not doing clown type <laughs> type stuff like. <laughs> uh, but I mean, if he can just stop, you know, being a clown at times, then. He, it would be easier to be a, a, a fan about, but someday I'll be like, bruh, you, you'd be on some lame uh, Fugazi type stuff. Like, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta relax. Yeah, and that, that's the sad part, because it's like, he don't, he don't need to do that, because Bow Wow is already, he's, already, he's I'm, I'm just gonna say it, Bow Wow is a legend. He's a legend. Right. Uh, he's been around for a long time. Uh, and yeah, man, I, I agree with you. Uh, Bow Wow was a big part of my childhood as well. Uh, not just music, uh, movies. Oh yeah, and movies. Yeah, movies. Don't act like y'all didn't see like y'all. Don't act like y'all didn't watch like Mike. Y'all know y'all watch that. Like, come on. Hell yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was our whole childhood, man. That was definitely like Mike. Uh, what year did Roll Bounce come out? Roll Bounce was like, what, 05, 2005, 06, 2005, one hundred percent. Yeah, Bow Wow yeah. was definitely a big part of my childhood. Um. Yeah, man. When I first saw it, though, I did think that Drake was trolling. Bro, I, was, <laughs> I like, did too. <laughs> when he did the uh, 
Tune into your local station. Oh my bro. <laughs> I feel like you trolling. But he's like, I'm serious. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, Drake, Drake and uh and Bow Wow have been have been cool for a long time. I do I remember seeing this whole like hour video of him, Bow Wow, Trey Songs, and I think Soldier uh, was it Soldier Boy or somebody. Uh they were like in a in a hotel room together, like playing like xbox or some shit like that so they they've always been cool this was like 2000 this is like 2009 you know what i'm saying so he's all i, I know that uh they they've had a relationship for a while so um but yeah at first I, I definitely thought drake was trolling i was like how like where what's the correlation here like i don't i don't understand but no i just think that's cool that's cool that uh they have a um uh mutual respect uh for each other uh, it's good to see that because I feel like Drake being the big artist that he is, he, he surpassed Bow Wow like immediately. And sometimes, you know, people change, sometimes people change. So it's dope to see that, you know, they still, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're still cool. Cause it's, it's one of those situations where I was thinking that Drake would be looking at Bow Wow, like nigga, all this corny shit that you be doing, like stay away from me, like stay away from me hopping on private jets and or, or pretending pretending that it's a private jet and what, uh, what else you, you know the the funniest thing was when he released that video of them people that were chasing him he was like oh my god i'm trying to get away from these fans and people were like he definitely paid those people to chase him down the street and i was like holy shit and oh. i i know when I, I saw that video i was like I was like, bro, see, this is why it's hard to be a fan of you because you are, I can't, <laughs> I just, I cannot, I'm unable to can right now. This unable is... to can. Yes, bro. I'm not about to, I'm not playing. No, I saw that video. I was like, bro. Nobody is chasing you like that. Not as fast as you was. No, bro. That was maybe even when you was like 13. <laughs> come on, bro. come on. Now, bro. Not when you're 31. But no, nah, that's no. That's funny. That, that's hilarious. Salute to Bow Wow, man. Like, I was like, get out of here with that. But I saw that video. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, but no, no. Salute to Bow Wow. Just, you know. Chill on the clown behavior, cause we, we just, yeah. You, you can be so great, bro. If you just stop, stop this. It goes back. It goes back to what I was saying when we were talking about Meek Mill. You know, all these artists they have some weird infatuation with being accessible. You know what I'm saying? You have you have people like Kendrick Lamar who don't tweet nothing, don't don't do no interviews, you don't talk, we don't hear nothing from them, and that's the that's the best way to be. Like that's the best way to be. Private, be away, be out the way. Just be to yourself. Especially but. when you're a legend like Bow Wow, because maybe this is just me. Of course, Bow Wow is gonna he's gonna always be a legend. But doing corny shit like that to me, it takes away. Like it, just, it takes it, away from your legendary. Almost, it almost it almost make you seem like less of a legend because you just be like, yeah, man. Okay, if you continuously doing corny stuff, 
I'm not about to. I might. I might have to take the legend stamp away from you. Cause this is not legend behavior, sir. You supposed to be chilling. You supposed to be. I don't know. I heard he was gonna give maybe one more album, and then he was gonna be done, done for real. Yeah, we don't I, care. I, I, could, I could believe it. I could. I could believe it, but we don't care. I need. I need that Stephen A. Smith meme right now. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> you know what? I'll listen to it. I, I'll listen to it just to hear how it sounds. Um, oh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan, but I gotta hear how it would sound. I'm not. And if it's good, I'll say it's good. But if it's not, I'm just gonna be like, this. This ain't it. But um, I don't feel like people are really waiting on a bow bow wow album like that. We don't care. <laughs> we, don't. we don't care. Uh, salute, salute to Bow Wow. Uh, salute to Drake. Um, that's great, man. Uh, let's get to these Grammys, though. Let's get to these Grammys. The 63rd annual Grammy Awards just took place on Sunday, and a lot of uh, accolades and records and a lot of things. A lot of things happened. Things were. It, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, where should we start? Should we start with Queen B? Uh, we can start there. Queen B. Uh, I was actually surprised to even see Jay Z and Beyonce at the Grammys. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I'm completely, completely honest with you. I, I didn't think I would see them there. I, I didn't think that I would ever see Jay Z and Beyonce at another Grammys again because I vividly remember Beyonce being snubbed for like 11 Grammys when Lemonade came out. They, oh, they, yeah. they yeah. didn't give her any of the Grammys that year. And then the year after that, 444 was snubbed for nine Grammys. So I didn't think that Beyonce and Jay-Z were going to show up at the Grammys. And when they panned, panned the camera over to their little table and I saw Jay-Z's hair, I was like, oh shit, success. Is in the building. Success. Yeah. That's the hair of success. Mm. But uh, Beyonce, uh, she she is the highest awarded female singer in history with 28 Grammys. Nobody has surpassed her. Gotta clap, man. Uh, salute, salute to Beyonce for that. Um, do you think anybody's gonna? Do you think anybody's gonna pass her ever? I feel like nobody might not pass her as a female singer, probably. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. And and I think that she has more to come. She has more to come. Uh, she's not done. Uh, she she has a lot more music uh, to give us. So I can definitely see Beyonce being a, a thirty-time, thirty-five-time, forty-time Grammy Award winning artist. Get in the forties, possibly. Do you think she's ever gonna get the Grammy of the Year or Album of the Year? Grammy. And listen, if you want me to be completely honest with you, when was the last time a black artist has won album of the year? Outcast. So with that being said, my answer, and that was like oh four. Yeah. So with that being said, I did no. And they they continue they continue to do this to us. They continue to uh, you know I, a lot of people. 
I heard, uh, pulled out of performing this year at the Grammys. Uh, they they wanted, I think they wanted Beyonce to perform, and mm-hmm. she she didn't want to, and rightfully so. She shouldn't have to. She shouldn't. She shouldn't want to. She shouldn't even. I honestly think that she shouldn't. Her and Jay Z shouldn't have even gone to the Grammys. To be honest, um, they continue to advertise. Our, um, our, our biggest hip hop artists, our biggest uh, R&B artists, and they continue to, to snub those artists. They, they want them to come perform, they want them to come, come sit in the audience and give them ratings, and they want them to do all this shit, but they don't want to give them, you know, the, the, the awards, the awards that they are, uh, that they should rightfully have. Uh, because I, I just, I don't understand like why I still don't understand why Beyonce, uh, didn't win the album of the year that year, whenever Beck won and Kanye was about to walk on the stage. Like, I don't, I don't understand. why. Oh, that was the, uh, that was the Beyonce album. Oh man. That, that album was so great, man. Yeah, man. And you know, I, it, a lot of, a lot of artists, they, they, they didn't want to perform. I think even Ariana Grande said that, that that she didn't, you know, didn't want to perform. And of course we all know the weekend stance. Oh, you know, the weekend, not messing with the Grammys no more. Is yeah, what man. yeah, man. They, you know, they, they just continue to, to, to leech, to leech off of our culture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I remember that year when Drake, oh, this was the year after the, after the Pusha T and Drake shit. Uh, when the meme came out and like Pusha T was sitting in the crowd <laughs> with the frown on his face was the, people would say uh it was the face of defeat yeah. i was like y'all have to relax y'all gotta chill they they definitely like edited that and definitely that, that definitely like was not real um but yeah that year whenever drake was pretty much shitting on the grammys and then they turned his his mic off um oh, i remember the yeah i remember who, that. who made who made who was the person that said that the Grammys was, was the standard? Well, yeah, was the standard and and was the highest level of awards for musical artists. Like who who was the one? Like who who made that rule? You know what I'm saying? Like why why have we been been going by that standard for all these years? I don't, I really don't understand. I don't get it. I'm so confused. Um, uh, they they always say music's big, music's big uh, biggest night the grammy awards yeah we need we need to change that narrative we need to change that narrative uh because they continue they continue to to push and pull whenever they feel like it um i uh i am happy to happy to say that uh nas finally got a grammy though Damn. I'm shout happy. out to nazir jones yeah man he finally got his grammy man I'm happy about that. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous that it took this long for him to get a Grammy, but I'm I'm happy uh, that he finally got it. Uh, you know, we talked about this before. We talked about this before. We we kind of said that we knew that he was going to get the Grammy, and I loved Freddie Gibbs' response. Oh man, I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw what Freddie Gibbs said, <laughs> "I might have lost, <laughs> but I." <laughs> What he say? He say he said I'm. Uh, I might have lost, I'm, but I'm still undefeated in court. But I'm still undefeated in court. <laughs> oh man! 
Yeah, man. I love I love Freddie Gibbs. Uh so he 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 took that well. Um yeah. shout out to all the, the nominees of the best rap album, because man, Jay Electronica, Freddie Gibbs, Royce, uh was it D Smoke and uh and Nas, Nas won. But um yeah, man, shout out to Nas. Yeah, Nas, Nas, and shout out to Hit Boy, uh the Hit Boy also. Yeah, shout out to Hit Boy, man. Yeah. Shout out to Hit Boy. Um, so yeah, I was I was happy about that. Uh, her, I think I think her, she won. She won a Grammy. She won, I think, um, Song of the Year. Song of the Year, and I can't remember the name of the record, but I do know it was. Uh, it was. Uh, was it the joint with the Marley? One of the 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 Marley. Uh, What's his name? It was like I think one of the Marley's sons. I think. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't remember the name of the record, but it was. It was definitely. Uh, it was definitely a political record. So I was happy to see uh, her be able to win that Grammy. She's nominated for an Oscar too, and Joey. Shout out to Joey, man. Yes, Joey's nominated for an Oscar too. I did. See, I, yeah, I did see the Joey badass nomination. That you know, salute to him. I I didn't see the her one though. What is she nominated? So her is nominated for a song that they used on uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Yeah, so she's nominated for an Oscar. So, man, if she wins an Oscar, it'd be a huge year for her. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely salute to Joey Badass, man. I did see that, and I was like, yes. Yeah, man. He ain't even been nominated for a Grammy. He already nominated for an Oscar. It's oh man, fuck the Grammy. He don't even need the Grammy. Yeah. If, he, if, he, if this man wins an Oscar, bro, that's that's you can't, feel, you can't tell Joey nothing. Joey ain't, ain't gonna care about no Grammy. He probably don't care about a Grammy now, but you really can't tell that man nothing then. Oscar, bro, yeah, that's that's huge, man. Salute, salute to Joey Badass. That's one of my favorite artists uh, right now. So salute to him and salute to her. Salute to her because I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So salute to her. Um. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, I know I was upset whenever I saw that uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Meg, first of all, Meg Thee Stallion won. She won a lot of Grammys. She won a lot of Grammys that night. Uh, however, I don't think that she deserved to get, I think, what was it? Uh, song of the Year? No, was it Song of the Year? Uh, Hip-Hop Song of the Year, I think, if Maybe. I'm not mistaken. Maybe. And she won it with Savage, which I understand that Savage was a, was a huge record because of TikTok and all that. But I definitely think that that should have went to Roddy Rich. The box, yeah, 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 yeah. The box uh, was a huge record. But I think I think they they might have did Savage because Beyonce was on it. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. Hey, was 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 the Roddy Rich song bigger than the Savage remix? Yeah, to be honest with you, to be honest, what I'm trying to remember was so here. Here's how I gauge how big a song is. Yes, the Savage record was huge on TikTok. I agree with that 100. And I think the box was also big on TikTok. Now I think Savage was a bigger record on TikTok. However, I heard the box. I heard it a lot everywhere, yeah. everywhere. I heard the box when we went to the the bar. Or club, club restaurant. restaurant. When, you turn, when you turn your car on. <laughs> in the car, they played that song 100 miles per hour on the radio. The box was a huge fucking record. 
Yep. And don't get me wrong, Savage Savage was a huge record too, but I think that it's it's one of those things where it's like we talk about uh they can manipulate, like they can manipulate, you know, uh certain things and make it seem like a song is bigger than what it really is. Mm-hmm. And the box, the box. I, I, I listen. I think the I, box. I, I heard that everywhere. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. With the, with the box. <laughs> I'm gonna get lazy, bro. I heard that everywhere. Every, every. Everywhere I went to, like when I went to somebody's somebody's house and they had like a house party, that song was being played. It's almost like you couldn't. And in some places, I didn't hear Savage. So I think you got a point. I yeah, I didn't. I, if you want me to be honest with you, I didn't. I never heard Savage like in the in the in the in the club. Like I never heard Savage. Yeah, like yeah, they, they may have. They may been, have. It might have been the Instagram TikTok thing. Yeah, I definitely think it was the TikTok thing where where it made us believe that mm-hmm. that song was bigger than what it what it is uh, what it actually is. Mm-hmm. But that that box record was. I, I definitely think that that should have went to Roddy Rich. So a lot of people were kind of upset about that. Um, that's that Beyonce power, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you think? Do you think that Beyonce being awarded those Grammys and her actually showing up, do you think they're pandering to her? And do you think that this is their way of saying, we want you back? We want you to come perform for us. We need you. We need you. I mean, that's kind of what I read it. I mean, I don't know. Beyonce looked like she was there, but wasn't there. And Jay-Z like, when we going home, Oh yeah, Jay Z. Look, Jay Z. I could tell through the mask. Jay Z was over it. He was over it. Like I, I could just, I could just tell by the way his hair was positioned. It was like off to the left. That to me let me know that he was like, "Why the fuck are we here?" Uh, it, it looked like it looked like they just passed through. It's like you want know, to stop at the Grammys, and all right. Yeah, facts, facts, <laughs> facts. Are we going? Or we, it looked like they. Well, they didn't dress like it was a last minute thing, but they dressed like they were planning to go some like they went somewhere else and said, let's stop by the Grammys. Yeah, man. I 100%. I 100% agree. And uh, pretty soon, you know, I because yeah, I do. I do think that that they want Beyonce to come back and they want her to perform. And I think that pretty soon we're going to get to a place where these artists they're not going to take the take uh, the Grammy shit anymore. And they're not going to really have any grounds to stand on because they're big. The biggest artists are not going to come perform. They're not going to come perform. They're not going to give them ratings. You know what I'm saying? Kanye has been boycotting the Grammys. Excuse me. Uh, Drake. I don't The only time that Drake has performed at the Grammys was the year that they performed forever. I think him, Wayne and Eminem, performed forever that year i don't think kanye was there that year but drake he he he's done i, I know drake after them cutting off the mic i know he's done um the weekend i know the weekend's done one of the one of the other biggest artists in the world the weekend he's definitely- yeah man so all of these artists that they're needing because i i'm gonna be honest with you taylor swift is not going to get a job done she ain't going to get the job done I understand because they're they're I gonna keep forgot about Taylor Swift. Like I yeah. don't even I know who she is, but at this point I feel like they just throwing her throwing her like they're throwing her Grammys or they're 
putting her in the album of the year or top album conversation just because. Yeah, she she won well, album of the year. Don't. I mean, her her music probably is popping somewhere, but I don't I don't really be playing Taylor Swift music. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, her music, her music ain't popping. You know what I'm saying? Her music, her music is not popping. Let's let's call a spade a spade. All of the all of her fans, you know, the white the white pop fans and all that kind of shit. Like they don't they don't dictate. You know what I'm saying? They don't dictate the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you know, I don't I don't I. To me, Taylor Swift, because I, I know that she does ridiculous fucking numbers. I know she sells like millions of albums first week and her tours are crazy. But her definition of popping is not our definition of popping. You know what I'm saying? And that's all of those like white girls, like them, that's those like, yeah, those, that's those fans that it's this the fans that ain't even black people it's the fan that didn't that's why her stuff is just so like popping and out there and then that's why you cannot hear like that's why you can look at the grammys and be like taylor swift dropped the album and you just be like oh yeah man she yeah. dropped the album yeah and and a, a huge a huge point is that People that watch the Grammys were not, they're not tuning in to see Taylor Swift perform. Nah. Motherfuckers was tuned in because they wanted to see Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Exactly. They wanted to see Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Exactly. They and wanted to see Beyonce, but Beyonce yeah. wasn't giving them nothing. Yeah, they wanted to see if Beyonce was gonna perform. You know what I'm saying? Like once, once you lose, once they realize. That they can, take that away, yeah, man. Once that, they away, that they that they continue ratings, yeah, man. They they're continuing to fuck over the the very people that are bringing them the viewership, the you know real entertainment. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, the man. Real, the real, bro. Black people, we are we are the culture, bro. They they imitate us. We keep things popping. We keep we we put flavor into the Grammys. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and the sooner the sooner, you know, because I I know that that um the 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 chairman of the Grammys, I think it was, he gave a speech in the middle of the show, talking mm-hmm. about you know how we're gonna we're gonna make sure that all artists are awarded, you know, the proper way, and everybody is is treated fairly, and so on and so forth and it's just like it seems like y'all are in uh in a panic mode is what it seems like y'all y'all are starting to realize that a lot of the artists that y'all are needing to come perform at y'all show are starting to be like fuck y'all which is what they should have been doing a long time ago y'all starting to realize that now y'all are hitting the y'all are hitting the panic button you know what i'm saying because y'all aren't gonna be able to get drake you know what i'm saying the weekend's finished with you kanye's been finished with you rihanna's finished with you you know what i'm saying like all those are black people. All of the artists that y'all need at y'all show. And going back to what I said, man, like who who made the Grammys the standard? And I and I really think that it's time for us to to take the power out of the Grammys. It's time for us to we're not we're we're not gonna care about the Grammys. Like, I mean, I personally don't care about the Grammys right now, but we're gonna get we're gonna get to a time when artists don't give two fucks. When you know Kanye posting a picture of him taking a piss 
in his Grammy. It's only a Grammy, bro. It's only Grammy, my G. And that year when when Jay won for um, Holy Grail with Justin Timberlake, and the only thing that he said was, "Look, Blue, I got a new sippy cup for you." I got a, Daddy got a new sippy cup. Daddy for you. got a new sippy cup for you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Man. Like I want to say that. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Yes. And I, you know, it, it, it you know, the sooner, the sooner, you know. I understand that the Grammys is a look. It's a, it's a big look for some people. So I don't I don't fault uh, someone like the baby or Lil Baby or Roddy Rich, Meg. I don't I don't fault them for performing at the Grammys right now because right now, you know, they what I'm saying? they popping, they fresh. Yeah, they're popping. They're they're fresh. Fed up, and when they see what Beyonce then went through with Kanye, once they become that artist that had been out a good you know maybe even three four more years they'll they'll see what they they'll see what it is yeah yeah and and, and look I, I i don't see anything wrong with you know because megan stallion is still a fairly new artist roddy mm-hmm. rich is still a new artist the baby little baby they're all still new artists so i don't i don't see anything wrong if, if they're gonna if they're gonna um you know squeeze squeeze the life out of out of our artists we can we should be able to squeeze the life out of them. Go ahead and use up, you know, the airtime and you know whatever it is that you need, so yeah. that you can get you know, make your audience bigger. Go ahead and do it, oh, yeah. and oh, then yeah. whatever you don't need it anymore, fuck them. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Fuck them. Get do out of there. Do exactly what they do to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So I, I salute to uh, the baby for his performance. I salute to little baby for little baby had a phenomenal. Oh, man. Shout out to Lil Baby. Shout out to Killer Mike. Shout out to Lil Baby, Killer Mike, Tamika Mallory. Uh, And and definitely shout out to uh, to Tamika Mallory, man. She has a podcast with Mind Sone. Uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of their goddamn podcast, man. Uh, But their their podcast is dope. Their podcast is dope. I'm going to check that out. Y'all should definitely go check out their podcast, man. Um, I'm sorry. I do apologize. I'm doing a disservice by not knowing the name of the, forgetting the name of the podcast. Um, But their shit is dope. Uh, and yeah, man, shout out to Killer Mike. It was it was great to see Killer Mike, one of my favorite MCs, one of my top five favorite MCs of all time, um, on the same screen as Lil Baby. That was dope. That was very very dope to see. And he performed uh, his verse off of "Walking in the Snow." Bruh, bruh, bruh. Per- the the perfect verse to perform on national television in a time like this. You know what I'm saying for just you know for that performance and and you know everything that little baby did in that performance, uh, that was that was great, man. Uh, that was definitely that was definitely one of my favorite performances of the night. But my favorite performance of the night was Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Yes, sir. Bruno Mars, great, great performance. Come on, Silk, sign it with. Come on, I'm, I'm ready yeah. for this. Album. I'm ready. Look, that, oh, that performance was a visual representation of what this album is going to be. What I saw in my head. See, I finally saw something I saw in my head. Yes, man. Like, it came to fruition, like, in front of my face. Yes, man. Well, at least on on TV, on the ground. That's how I I envisioned how they would look on stage. Yeah, man. They, They executed that perfectly, perfectly. And, you know, you can just hear on the record, uh, just, just the audio of the record, um, the chemistry that they have with, with each other and seeing them perform live 
yeah. just made me realize that COVID needs to end because once they go on tour, I need I need to see them live. That shit is gonna be. We gotta go together, bro. We should go, bro. Me, bro, you, I'm down. A big group of us just I'm, going to see them, bro. I am down. You know, Raquel's gonna want to go because she loves Anderson Pack, so you know she's gonna want to go. But I, yes, I am down. I'm one hundred percent down. Man, man, that was that was man that that performance was crazy good, bro. Um, it's, it's just how I expect. I, I want them to do two, three albums together. They're saying they want to they possibly do a few albums together. And man, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I hope they keep just giving us more and more, uh, even after this album. Give us another one and another one. Yeah, um, man. Man, 100%. if they just become a permanent thing, that would be fire. I, I can definitely see them doing uh, like how Run the Jewels, they've done four albums together. I can definitely see them too. Just, yeah. just keep it permanent because yeah. they man, i want i want run the jewels to do run the jewels 10 if possible oh yeah we're de- we're def we're definitely getting six more run the jewels albums yeah, I, I, I want that from silk silk sonic i want that i would love that yeah man 100 I, I i definitely agree with that um it, it made me more excited for the album and yeah man I, I'm, I'm excited man that was that was a that was the dopest performance of the night i'm not gonna lie and Thanks. Uh, it, it it brought back that old like old school, you know, good, like, good zapping zapping Roger. That's why that's the feeling I got. I got that uh, man. yeah, you know, that feel good music. Yeah, like that uh, splash of Marvin Gaye, splash of zapping Roger, splash of Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, Prince, splash of Mike. It was just yeah, it was fine. Just good music, yeah. feel good music. Just, the music that's going to last and stand the test of time. Only real music is going to last and all that other bullshit here today and gone. I don't know why everybody likes to bring that shit up every time. But yeah, man. Salute to, salute to Anderson Pack and uh, salute to Bruno Mars. That was a dope fucking performance. Uh, but the performance that made everybody mad. WAP. Wet ass pussy. Oh man! Did you did you get a chance to see the performance? I, I saw it. that that little um. That it was pornography on the ground. Oh, what what was that? A, not not a. Well, I guess you could call it a flip. I don't know what you would call that. Yeah, but, whatever that shit was. <laughs> that that shit, people. Yeah, man, that shit made people mad. And I'm just like, people are people really still upset about this? Like, this is, is this really a thing? Like. Candace Owens. I have, I have an audio clip of Candace of Candace Owens oh, that, I, that I'm gonna play real quick because I I can't believe I can't believe this is like a real thing. I re- I really can't. Um, here we go. Words about it. They call this great. They say this is fabulous. That this is this is the stuff that children should be aspiring towards. So at the same time, Tucker, that we have kids that are not learning hard academics anymore in school, right? Forget about mathematics and science. You can trust the science and trust Dr. Fauci. But you have these kids learning about critical race theory. You know, they're learning that they should aspire to people like Cardi B. You, you see that fundamentally we are seeing the destruction of American values, American principles. And it's terrifying. I think parents should be terrified that this is the direction that our society is headed towards. And again, we are weakening America. That's, that's really what we should be talking about. This is a weakening of American society. We are setting the stage and it feels like we are looking at 
corrosion. Like we are about to see the end of an empire. America cannot. All right, enough of the rhetoric. We're we're about to see the end of an empire. She said that. She said video off of a performance. Yo, yo, this is crazy. And just turn it off. Fam, this is crazy to me. She said we're not learning mathematics and science in school. Then what are these? What are what are they being taught? Are we, who fault is that? If it okay, first of all, but it look, are they teaching twerkology 101 in school? What are what are they teaching? Are they teaching butt shots 352? Like I'm like that, that's that's one of the dumbest things she could have ever said because what are you what are you talking about? Are you saying they showing videos instead of teaching in class or something? What are you talking about? They're not teaching blah 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 blah. They're not teaching this and this and this. What are you talking about? How are they not teaching it? So did somebody was so somebody so somebody was teaching and then in the middle of they were like, wait, let's let's watch what. <laughs> like what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Wop. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yo, twerkology 101. Today's lesson is wet ass pussy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. And look, man, I, I remember watching um, a panel. Uh, Candace Owens is she's a she's a she's an interesting person, man. She's an interesting person. Um, I remember watching her debate with uh, T.I. and Killer Mike and a couple of other people that were on a panel um, about uh, Donald Trump and, you know, the white supremacy. Oh, I remember that. And, and T.I. was like, when was America ever great? Explain. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, man, I, man, that was an intense uh man panel discussion or whatever you want to call that that was and and, you know uh killer mike man he's he's a god man i I have to say peace to killer mike because uh not to not to get off subject you know when they were doing their debate arguing over donald trump being president who our next president was going to be uh killer mike pretty he interjected and he was like here he, he looked over to the crowd and he was like here are a bunch of people who are arguing over who their next master is going to be. Why, why are we doing this? Why are we arguing over who our next master is going to be whenever we have the power? Yo, I'm, I don't want to get into that. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, yeah, we're, we're not going to get, we're not going to get too deep into that. Real talk, bro. The, the, the power is in the people, not, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all mm-hmm. acting, yeah, fighting over the next master, exactly what he said. Yeah, man. One of one of Killer Mike's things uh, and, and and themes throughout all the Run the Jewels albums is kill our masters. And uh, speaking of Run the Jewels, man, I ran back that Run the Jewels two the other day, and I need to go back and listen. That yeah. out, look, Run the Jewels two is a fucking classic. I don't That's care. That's a classic. That's a classic. That is a fucking classic album. That's a classic project. That's my favorite one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's definitely. Oh man, that track list. Anyway, uh, Candace Owens, man, she's 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 an interesting human being. When I first saw that, I was just like, "Are we really still upset about WAP? Like, are we are we still? Because it, it's confusing to me." You and and you know what's funny because they, they've been going. Her and uh, Cardi B have been going back and forth on Twitter. Oh man! I and Cardi I B, Cardi B has receipts. 
She has receipts. I remember seeing her response. I yeah, forgot what it said, but it was the clap back was real. No, so Candace, Candace, Candace Owens, uh, back during uh, Cardi B's Love and Hip Hop days, uh, made a comment about. Um, I think she said that uh, Denzel Washington and Cardi B are the best representations of the Black Revolution. And Cardi B has a screenshot of that. And she shared, she she put the screenshot up and her clap back and uh, basically, basically was saying, you're talking all this shit about me, but you you used me, you said that I was, you know what I'm saying, uh, the, one of the best representations of the, of the Black Revolution. Like, why are you, why are you talking shit about me? Mm-hmm. And to me, when, when, you know what I'm saying, that just, makes Candace Owens like her credibility is just like but ever since I've known about Candace Owens which was years ago she's always been her words ain't usually been solid like she'll say something and then try to revert back to something else or like I don't know she's always been back and forth or not knowing like it's almost she. It's almost been like a, a thing where she's almost tried to see if she wanted to stick with black people or not, and it's yeah. just like yeah. pick a side. If you're gonna stick with us, stick with us. If you're not, then just stay over there, like Stacy Dash. <laughs> figure it oh out. Oh my God! Don't get me started. On Actually, that. don't figure it out. We don't want you. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Let's <laughs> just stay over there. Um, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I, look, I, I'm 100% with you on that. Don't even get me started on Stacey Dash. Yeah, man. Look, we, we don't we don't want Candace Owens. Look, she's, yeah, go on ahead. Um, but her, her continuously coming at Cardi B, a lot of people, because I think she has a show that's about mm-hmm. to start. So a lot of people are saying that she's just clapping at Cardi B because she needs to get some momentum going for mm-hmm. her show. And you know, I, I can see that. But uh, yeah, I can. I, I don't understand the the obsession with with WAP. You know, you have a bunch of women who who say that they want women to feel feel comfortable with their sexuality and stuff like that. And then you see a performance like this, and, and then it's all of a sudden a problem. And I I don't get it. Like I really don't understand. And we're not gonna sit here and act like this is the first time uh you know a, a derogatory performance has been televised before like we've seen this before um nikki's done it uh lil kim's done it they've all done it you know what i'm saying and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it you know what i'm saying it's entertaining it's just, a, it's just a different time yeah it's, it's a different years time. later it's just it's just more evolved more up to date i guess whatever you want to call it or whatever you stamp or name you want to put on it it's it's been happening for years. It's been it was happening in the nineties, the eighties, the fifties. Yeah. With man. with with white women, like get out of here, y'all. Y'all are so what? What are you talking sensitive. about? Sensitive, yeah. this sensitive time that we live in is. Oh, Jesus. that's like that's like talking about strippers right now, and I'm sure there were strippers in the 1930s that was white, walking around butt naked like what are you talking about it's just more modern now and they probably they probably do a lot more tricks than they did back then 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or they more talented now. It's just more evolved. What are you, ta- what you talking about? Yeah, man. So that's that's my whole thing. Y'all critiquing all of this stuff, but what about the all the stuff that was happening back in the day? It's just more like just more modernized now. Like, yeah, um, and I think the part that annoys me about it is is it's 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 the criticizing of of the of the black woman that they they keep mm-hmm. keep doing this to to black women. You know, white women can can perform however they want to perform. They can do whatever they want to do. They can get butt ass naked, but when a black woman twerks, it's a, it's a problem. I don't. Yeah, I don't see them ever doing this. If if Taylor Swift did it or if Katy Perry did it, they probably would not trip about this. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Um, but yeah, man, that that performance. I, I already knew. I already knew. I already knew what was what was coming with it. So mm-hmm. uh, that was that was one of the one of the big performances of the night. Uh, shout out to uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion for that. Uh, we listen. We love Cardi B over here at the TNT Podcast. We so do. There, there's nothing that can be said about that. We love Cardi B, uh, and I can't wait to hear her new album. Same. Uh, she's working on. So salute to salute to them too. Uh, Roddy Rich performed. Uh, there's big talks, big talks about Roddy Rich, man. Like people are saying that his window, his window is closing, man. Uh, he came out with the box and got a little bit too comfortable, got a little bit too comfortable. I uh, didn't put nothing out after that. And a lot of people are saying that his window is, is closing. Hey, hey man, better uh, put something out. Yeah, he, he really, uh, I think he performed his new single. Can't, I'm not even gonna lie. I can't remember the name of it. I can't uh, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna sit here and act like I'm the I'm I'm a, a real Roddy Rich fan because uh, I'm not. I don't really listen to him like that either. Yeah. I, that's the only song I knew, and I would only hear it because I would be out. It wasn't like I would turn that song on, even though I do like that song. But it was never a thing I just consciously thought about. Let me turn on the box. Yeah, the man. song, the box. But uh, but no, I, I like that song though. Yeah, man. Salute, salute to Roddy Rich. Uh, the baby, uh, of course, you know, he's had a big past couple of two years or so. Mm-hmm. so yep. You know, I I understood. I understood that. Um, yeah, man. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I, I thought it was funny how they uh, threw Janae Iko in there as the token, the token, uh, yeah, like the token black artist, so to speak. For album of the year because I did win one Grammy. I don't think. Yeah, man. Like it. Look, man. Look. I'm trying to play us, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. They, they, they sit here and they, you know. I think she presented an award. We gotta stop, man. We gotta stop. We gotta stop going to the Grammys, man. We gotta quit going, and and we will, <laughs> we will see just how powerful the black artist is if we stop going to the goddamn Grammys, like. Boy, them views will go down so fast. Them ratings will go down so fast. Oh, man, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. But, yeah, man, salute, salute to uh to all the people that won. Nas, happy, happy for him, happy for Hit Boy. Uh, I'm, I'm still happy that Royce was just nominated for a Grammy. I don't even Dang. care if he didn't win. Dang. I'm happy that he was nominated. I'm happy that Freddie Gibbs was nominated. And, you know, a lot of people were, were, were saying that he was uh, snubbed. Uh, I, I I don't really think that Freddie Gibbs was snubbed because I think that Nas was more than deserving of a mm-hmm. Grammy. And I also think that Freddie Gibbs, he's been on a run since 2014. I know that in the future, he's going to be coming. He's going to yeah, gonna... be nominated again. 100%. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. It's, it's coming. 
man. Uh, but no, keep doing you, Freddie Gibbs. We love you. I, like we love you on the TNT podcast for real. Um, these back to back five, six straight projects, fire. All fire. Fire. Fire, man. Salute, salute to Freddie Gibbs. He's he's gonna go down. Uh, if if it keeps going the way it's going, he's gonna have one of them catalogs that's like Ghostface. Like, he's, oh yeah, he he uh, he. Honestly, to me, already is in that category of one of the best catalogs in hip hop. Cause that five, what last four or five projects straight, I'm just like. Yeah, man. That, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard for people to be this consistent with great projects back to back to back to back like that. So, nah, shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Just keep keep making good music. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, Freddie Gibbs. Shout out to D Smoke. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all the nominees. Shout out to Royce. D yeah, Smoke. Electronica. Yeah, Electronica, Freddie Gibbs. And shout out to Nas for winning his first Grammy. I think he'd been nominated 15 or 14 times. He finally got his first Grammy ever, and it was the best rap album. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Nas. We love you, Nas, for real. Yeah, we love you, Nas. Uh, salute to Beyonce for being the most awarded singer, twenty eight Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're gonna revisit. We're gonna revisit the Meg Thee Stallion conversation because my uh, my opinions my opinions have changed. Uh, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a, a year since, well, almost a year since, since the allegations. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we gotta, we gotta do a deep dive into that. Cause you know, oh, I, have, man. I have some things that I need to get off my chest about Megan Stallion, but uh, we'll, we'll wait on that. Okay. I don't that's, gonna take gonna be, that's, that's, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a good one. A good, uh, a good conversation. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to take anything away from, from her Grammy wins. Uh, so, you know, salute to her for that. Um, and yeah, man, fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys, man. Um, hashtag it. Hashtag fuck the Grammys. Um, what you wanna? What, what you wanna go to next? You trying? You trying to Kanye, Kurt? We we wanna go with this one. Oh shit! Let's uh, let's get into the Kirk Franklin. Oh man, <laughs> let's get into the Kirk Franklin. You mean Plas? Oh my God! <laughs> oh no, he didn't with the plies. Um, but just kidding. J K J. Jesus Lord. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Kirk Franklin fan. I've, uh, I've grown up on Kirk Franklin. It's he's very he was very heavily played in my mama's house and a lot of my aunt's house. A uh, lot of family, friends, a lot of people I know who have a Christian household. Uh, Kurt Franklin was very heavily played. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I can agree with that. My mom, my mom loves uh, Kurt Franklin. Uh, she loves gospel music and I heard Kurt Franklin music a lot growing up. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people were, were disappointed in the boy. And I, would, I mean, look, look, I'm gonna tell you my stance right now. He handled it the way he should have handled it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We're we're gonna we're gonna break this down. So Kirk Franklin's son, and I'm not even gonna lie, I don't know how to pronounce his name. You might have to. I don't. Uh, I 
can't even remember what his son's name was. It's carry carry on or something like that. Uh, First of all, y'all, this man is 33, Kurt Franklin's son. 30 so, fucking three years old. I, I need y'all to stop acting like um he's a little eight-year-old. He's not yeah, he, he's not a little kid. Y'all he's need not to a, he's not a little kid. So he put up an Instagram post that that said, This is why I'm done. No father should speak to their children like this. If I have any issues, it's because of this type of treatment that I deal with behind closed doors. Hanging up in my face, no apology, no com- uh, no compassion, no effort. Stop telling me to go home to my family. I don't even know where they live. I don't think I'll ever trust my father to be alone around him ever again. I didn't want to do this. I probably won't release the entire recording because it's too embarrassing that I'm even dealing with this. No matter what people think, I pray my dad deals with his deep hatred toward me. Um, I don't feel safe around him at all. This recording is recent. It is not from 2018. Just to clarify, I'm going to learn from these experiences, live my life in peace and make beautiful art. See, first of all, we we're not gonna we're not gonna like we're not just gonna pass over it. Uh, him not having any fault in this situation, because yeah. we just caught what the recording said of what Kirk Franklin said. You, we didn't you didn't put the camera on you what you said before that. Facts. Yes, so you just you tried to of course you tried to make him look bad of course. Not saying I agree with it. I mean, because I mean, I want to I want to play the recording in question. So I have the recording here. So we're going to. OK, we're going to play the recording in question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it. I dare you. Don't you ever disrespect me. Woo! Look. Yo. <laughs> Look. Okay, okay, okay. So. I like to say that Christ was speaking through him that day. Oh, my. The Holy Ghost. No, no. We're the not Holy doing this. Ghost. We're not doing this. He was speaking. That was definitely not a Holy Ghost. That he was said, speaking through this. ever disrespect me. No. That's not like we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna say the Holy Ghost did that. Look, no, we're not gonna do that. If the whole if the look, we're all human. We're all human. If the Holy Ghost is within us and we're human, the Holy Ghost is speaking through us. And oh the Holy God. Ghost that we're day not, was saying that I'm gonna stick my foot up your fucking nope. ass. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not, I'm not, I, I will not be a part of the, the striking of God. <laughs> I will not be a part of this. I will yo. not, I am not getting struck by, no, by God's wrath. Yeah. No, new. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? You know what? Though, I'm not like on on a serious note, on a on a like for real note. No, we we all are human. Um, not not saying I agree with what he said or anything. You know what I'm saying? But we are human. Um, we 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 get angry. We have you know we go off. Um, but I I hate how he tried to make it where. 
oh, my dad is cursing me out so bad, but he never, it, it doesn't show where he made him react, what, what, what made that reaction happen. So we're not even getting the full story, but but Kurt Franklin did apologize. He's like, there have been problems uh, between him and his son for a long time. They've been going to counseling for a long time. And, um, but yeah, man, uh, people are, we're human, bro. Uh, we all fall short of the glory of God. Um, we all fall short, bro. It's not a thing. Cause yeah, if we going off of that, man, we, you better, you better pull your Bible out then. Like <laughs> David slept with multiple women. We're not about to, we're not about to act like things ain't happen, bro. And different people did things in the Bible. Bro, come on now. We're not, we yeah. not about to act like this one thing. It, like he, he, he can't come back from this. Now, there are some people that are probably going to counsel Kirk Franklin because they feel like they holier than thou. But I, those holier than thou people, I don't even, I'm not even talking to y'all because y'all think y'all too good for everything. Y'all act like y'all don't do nothing. So, yeah, I'm not talking to you. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not dealing with people that are super holier than thou because, yeah, bro, everybody falls, everybody make mistakes. But but yeah, he human. It's it happens. We we talking about people acting like, oh my god, and it is shocking. I mean, to people that are like super duper, super duper Christian and or you know don't curse, don't do none of that or whatever. And I get that, but bro, he human. People get angry. People curse. People get mad. That's a human emotion. Y'all gonna have to get over it. Figure it out. Get over it. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. It's definitely a human emotion. And his son was definitely wrong for putting out the audio to try to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, tarnish his image. Yep. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He definitely shouldn't have done that. And if you want me to be honest with you, I don't think there was anything wrong uh, with what he said uh, because we don't know what his son said to push him to that point. Yeah, what triggered him. Yeah. It might have been something that he did that he always do that triggered something in him. Because, some, bro, people be knowing that button to press to make you react like that. Yeah, yeah. And his son, his son pressed that button, and he just so happened to get him on the wrong day or the right day, whatever day, whatever you want to call it, and he snapped. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's all about like respect. Like you, yeah. Whatever, whatever his son did, like obviously he felt like he was disrespected because obviously mm -hmm. if he's raising his voice, if he's cussing, he mm -hmm. felt like he was disrespected. You're still my son at the end of the day. Do mm -hmm. do not disrespect me, and do not think that yeah. because I'm a Christian and because I can't get to your level mm -hmm. that you can just say and do anything you want. Because that's another thing. A lot mm -hmm. of people feel like they can just say and do whatever they want to people who are, you know, heavily religious or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. the case, because mm -hmm. they, they, they feel like, you know, well, he ain't, he ain't going to do nothing. He ain't going to say nothing. He's, you know, nah, they in no. church for a reason. Yeah. Because they, they, they might snap your neck if, if they didn't have Jesus, like <laughs> they, they might legit break you. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, like we said, man, like we're all human, we all make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So if this, if this was Kirk Franklin, 
you know, making a mistake. You know what I'm saying? We all we all make mistakes. It is exactly, what it is. Bro. Mistakes. Now I don't I don't think that he made a mistake. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't think I don't think he should have apologized. I don't think he made a mistake. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't have any kids, but watching this made me not want to have kids to Lorraine because if I have kids, man, respectful to me. Thought about that too. Fam, fam, it's it's did black people know what I'm about to say? I brought you the, in this world. One, I can take your ass out. What's the one my my mom and my my grandmother used to say? <laughs> I knock you out that window, catch you before you fall. <laughs> like exactly. I'm like, yo, what? Exactly. <laughs> what are you exactly. talking about? This made me looking at this made me be like, if I man, he, he, look, and he like we said, he's 33 years old. He, these these man, yo, yo. I ain't tolerating disrespect, bro. Fam, trying to tell you, I'm I'm still your dad at the end of the day. I hate that we're in this era where people feel like they have to apologize for everything. Uh, people are just so sensitive about everything, man. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. I don't think that he should have apologized, to be honest with you. I understand that, you know, he has an image that he has to upkeep or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is this is personal between him and his son. His son was wrong for putting that audio out in the first place. He was 100% wrong for putting that audio out. You know what's so funny, bro? I always think about the thing where if you and God have dealt with your sin or whatever you're dealing with, uh, you don't got to explain it to people. Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's something between you and God and you've, you've asked for forgiveness for it and you've, y'all have had, you, you've talked to God about your situation and because I, I hold God higher than I hold people. So I'm like, what am I, like, I, I get, I get how he, you know, I get the reason he apologized, but I'll be thinking like, I mean, y'all people. I love y'all, but I mean, the person that I mean, the one that created me is more important than y'all. So, if I talk to him about it and we good, then y'all should be good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Look, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. And yeah, like I don't know why people are gonna cancel cancel Kirk Franklin. He's a huge like like we said, he's a human just like all the rest of us. And y'all motherfuckers that are canceling him, y'all know y'all are out here doing worse shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are out here shit. Y'all are probably out here beating Times your 10. Wife. Y'all are out here probably fucking stealing and I don't know. Y'all are probably out here doing stupid dumb ass shit too. So I don't know why. I, nope. hate I, I hate it when people make it seem like they don't like they they don't sin. Like nigga, Yeah, holier holier than thou people. Like, come on, man. Nah, nah, get out of here. But Shout out, look, shout out to Kurt Franklin, man. Shout out to <laughs> he's, Yo, he's king. He was he was on his plies, bro. He was on his plies Damn. thing. Damn. Peace he King. His... Peace he, King. We love you. He was, he was plies that day. Yeah, man. He was he about the plies. He was about to kung fu his goddamn son. <laughs> Bitch ass. But yeah, salute to us. on the plug twice. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he was on his, he was on his plies. Yeah, yeah, man. Salute, salute to Kurt Franklin. Um, wrap this up, man. We got Kanye. Kanye is now a six point six billionaire. He is supposedly the wealthiest black man ever, or in America. In America. In America. The wealthiest yeah. black man in America. Uh, so I want to I want to I want to break this down because um, I was one of those people I remember last year saying that I uh, when they first announced that he was like worth I think like 3.2 billion or some shit I was like I don't believe it 
but uh, I did some research and uh, I'm going to say that I was ignorant to the fact that Kanye was a 100% owner of the Yeezy brand. That is that is a very that very, is that man's money. That is a very very smart man. There, uh, what he did was he actually licensed the Yeezy brand to Adidas, and uh, his newly deal that he just signed last year with Gap. Um, and for the people that don't really know what it means to license something, that's basically when you own let's say you you own uh, a brand and you know it's worth a billion dollars or you know whatever and you go to you know adidas and you say i want you guys to uh sell my product but i want to license it to you uh so they're not taking any ownership mm -hmm. of your brand they're just um licensing it to actually sell the brand through through them so mm -hmm. they're they're selling they're selling basically adidas is selling yeezy but they don't own it he licensed mm -hmm. it to him and they have to pay him royalties yep that's, that's all he is. wanted that's all he wanted in the first place when he came out with yeezus the album yeezus that's what that album was practically about like he was pissed at the corporations and he finally got it he finally got what he was you know yelling and screaming so much about so yeah so they they, they have to pay him uh pay him royalties and i know some licensing deals uh they even pay you up front like i think in music um if you want to kind of expand your audience and try different regions like outside of the united states i think uh they'll you know depending on the deal and who you're who you're working with uh they'll pay you up front i'm not sure if it's the same um in this case um, but yeah, Kanye is a very smart man for, for licensing the easy, uh, you know, product to Adidas. Um, that's probably the smartest thing that he could have ever done to be honest with you. Um, yeah, man, this was, this was the goal I think for Kanye. Kanye was trying to be this, this big, this rich, this, have this amount of money because he, he, like he always said, he's a futurist. When he was uh, on the Zane Lowe show, he was like, when my company becomes a billion dollar company, he spoke it. He said it. And look where we are now. That was what, 2013 when he did that interview? It's 2021. Eight years later, this man is a, a billionaire. Like a quad, uh, yeah, a multi-billionaire. Yeah. Just a billionaire. A, a multi-billionaire. It's crazy. Yeah. Um I didn't I didn't know that he had and this is just me being, you know, I, I'm a huge Kanye fan. I guess I should have known this. So this was me being ignorant. Um, I didn't know that he was a 100 percent owner of the Yeezy brand that that changes everything. So that it does that it does. money, that money, the you know, all the money that he's made off of that Yeezy brand, that that's all him. Like, that's all yeah. his. Uh, that's, you know, so him him being a, a six point six billionaire, man, that's. That's, that's crazy. That's <laughs> Go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's insane. And, and yeah, I remember, I, I definitely remember him uh, back in 2013 being upset. Uh, you know, we talked about it before here on the podcast um, about him screaming up and down, uh, you know, because the fashion industry wouldn't let him in. And uh, there's some things that, that, you know, I don't agree with in regards to that, but this is him, you know, pretty much 
slapping them in the face, being like, you know, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at look at what y'all turned me into. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now I can hire y'all motherfuckers to come work for me. Come to come design for me. You know what it's I'm saying? Crazy, bro. So um, yeah, man. So, salute to Kanye. You know for for being that's a six point six billionaire, man. That's crazy. I never. Well, you, could told, you could have never told me that years from now Kanye will have six point six billion in the in the bank or net worth or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. I didn't I didn't think that that he would be that he would skyrocket up uh, more like to have to be. Uh, like, like more like billions i would i didn't i thought he might be you know getting close to a billionaire yeah. or maybe like a like a multi-million like a like you know five six hundred thousand six let's say six hundred thousand five six hundred million um but 6.6 billion i'd never i would have never but then again that just showed you it showed you to never doubt kanye even when if you don't like kanye or or he it's a certain field that he's not an expertise in and he's trying to act like he is or uh perfect himself to be an expert in a certain field it just i guess he he's just showing people to never doubt his abilities and the things that he's saying because he said this years ago and a lot of us didn't see it and he, he said a billion dollar company but now it's like that's time six yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Kanye, man. That's. But I always believed in Kanye. I, I, I can't, I can't say I didn't believe in him. But I guess I never, I didn't know he was gonna be this rich. So, but uh, yeah. Shout out to Kanye, man. That's, that's a goat. Even, even if he make, <laughs> even if like more albums come out and it don't be good. I mean, Kanye got a, a, a Kanye probably has one of the best discographies in music. So. Even if he even if he don't make another album or he make another album and it ain't good, whatever. Kanye solidified. He he's done he's done a lot for the culture. He's done a lot um just for music. And uh yeah, shout out to Kanye. Yeah, man. And 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 uh it's, I'm glad that um that he did it the way he did it. Uh partnerships are important. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think that you know you can just own something and just you know go straight to the top and you know be a billionaire like this like no you know what i'm saying like most of these people they like jay and diddy that it's partnerships man partnerships and uh mm-hmm. licensing deals like how kanye did that's the way to go that's that's the way to go and you know he did it the sure. right way um so yeah man I, everything that you just said i salute to kanye west man is definitely one of the greatest of all time for sure uh, without question um so yeah man salute to kanye Yes, sir. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Uh, and yeah, don't don't ever uh, don't ever give the rights away to easy. Don't ever don't don't do that. <laughs> don't, do don't do it. Even though even though if it's worth as much as it's worth now, I'm pretty sure he can sell it for. You know what I'm saying? Like four Man. times that. Bruh. Four times. Kanye, that. we might look up and Kanye got like twenty bills. Yeah. And we're gonna be like, is this nigga like the black Bill Gates? Like damn. He already low-key like a black Bill Gates in the making if he keep going with it. And he said he would be the Tupac of product. He didn't say the Tupac of you know of you know music, yeah. He said he was gonna he didn't say he was gonna be the next Tupac like as far as music, but um 
But yeah, he 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 said the Tupac of product and hey man, this this man is this man's prophecies is coming to to life. Yeah, man. It's it's yeah, coming. Man. Salute, salute to Kanye West, man. Salute to everybody else that we discussed in this episode: Kirk Franklin, Beyonce, Meg Thee Stallion, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, Drake, Bow Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Salute, salute. Why, why you say Bow Wow like that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just saying Bow Wow is a Bow Wow challenge within itself. Yo. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's pretty oh, much all I got, man. Uh, I think we covered everything. Yeah, that's all I got, or uh, all I can think about. Yeah, man, we we, we thank y'all for uh, pulling up to episode 49 of the TNT podcast, man. We're about to be at episode 50. I'm excited yes, and happy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're coming, up. We're coming up on a year. We've been, all, been almost doing this podcast for a year. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We, yes, uh, sir. We've come a long way, man, so. Yeah, man, I'm excited uh, about uh, more things and more topics and more guests. Uh, yeah, man, that's a good one. I enjoyed this one. Yeah, man. All right. Well, thank y'all for pulling up. We love y'all. Uh, we'll be back at you guys with another one. And salute. Peace. Peace.